You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, with cast number 563 for Monday, August 24th, 2015. Brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, IamNotWearingPants.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. All right, good deal. Hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. We're here. Uh, we are going to make an attempt to talk about Mini Cooper stuff for you on a Monday night because that's what we like to do. <laughs> Joining us this week, uh, my good friend Todd Pearson, motoringstripes.com. He's with us from Kansas. Todd, say hello. Hello. And of course, our chief mechanic, uh, the good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com is joining us. Chad? Hello, everybody. See, there we go. Uh, Sans Alex tonight. He's in France visiting his family, the Coneheads. And um, I think Gabe's on babysitter duty. I bet you Alex is speaking French. <laughs> Just bet, a hunch. He's going to come back. He's going to be impossible. And we're not going to be able to understand a word he says. I, I, have, I haven't been able to understand him for a year. I have brought back the accent from the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to focus when Alex is talking to, listen, to understand, but that's just me. The, the longer I talk to him, the easier it gets. Yeah. You know, there are certain British uh, dialects that I have to really concentrate and really pay attention, and I almost feel like I'm, like, trying to, like, stare at them too much and be like, because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just trying to understand you. Like, I'm getting all of it. Just keep talking. Like, yeah. not trying to be rude. Just my ears aren't trained. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those guys, they start talking. It's all crazy. Um, let's see. Before we get started, uh, a couple of show notes. I want you guys to go back, check out the feed. If you haven't, I've been posting um, basically that, that little uh, TBT throwback Thursdays. I've been posting old shows to celebrate White Roof Radio's 10th year anniversary. Uh, I had the first show with Michael Wabishkin. went up a um, week before last. Nathaniel's first show went up in the feed for last week. And I think Chad's first show is going to be in the feed next week. So make sure you stick around and check those out. All good times. Good times indeed. Ten that's, years we've been doing this. That's right. awesome because, you know, we took the week off last week and I one of the comments we got was kind of funny because they were listening to the show. And they're mm -hmm. like, what? Why, why is this sponsored by Web Motorsports? They've been in business for ten years. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just a reminder, guys, that we are putting up old shows. So there was another comment. It's just like, hey, my Mini Cooper dealer is a standalone dealership. And it's just like, yeah, they're all. That was ten years ago, dude. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, not so much. They weren't, you know, standalone dealers. Um <laughs> Speaking of other things, uh, I've got a, a link, a special link for the fellows over there at IamNotWearingPants.com. Go. Trust me on that. And or the ladies, too. You know, we're not being discriminatory. I, I wouldn't necessarily open it at work. Maybe um, <laughs> at least make sure nobody's standing behind you. Use your phone browser. Okay. Yes. There you go. Nothing you can't see on cable any night of the week. Nothing you can't see on cable, uh, but it's Mini Cooper related. It is. It, it I is. believe in miracles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. So anyway, I am not wearing pants.com. You really should just go and, you know, check it out. Say hi. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that too much. We are going to have, talk a little bit about news. There was a little bit of news from Motoring File in the last couple weeks that we were off. Uh, we're going to do that. We're going to do a big pile of Ash Chad tonight as well. So strap in and uh, get ready for a really great episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Anything. You actually should uh, get a little grease in your nails. Just prepare for tonight's show. So <laughs> I like it. I have go. that. I'm working on a four-year-old mini that's kind of dirty. So ah uh, yes, I have go, grease. Go in my nails. Check your oil, but don't um, but don't wear gloves. Don't lick it, and don't don't wash your hands when you're done. And the mini and Chad here. Hey, um, this is completely off topic. No, it's not off topic. It's mini related. <laughs> it's mini so related. I've got I've got a four-year-old mini I'm working on, and um, you know I have it for the week. 
and get into the car and I swear to you the blue protective uh, uh, covering was still on the um, door sills getting yep. into the car. And wow. I peeled it off. I'm like, it was half on and half off and I'm just like, no, no. I am still very surprised on how many cars we still see to this day that have it on the door sills, on the engine badge covering, right. on the uh, the center caps for the wheels. I mean, all of those. And people are like, well, why did this new one I bought have be you know why isn't it blue anymore it's like well it was never supposed to be blue that's just a protective coating it's just a protective covering and it actually can be really hard to get off after a while too i know the longer you leave yeah you know soak it down with some stuff use some chemicals to kind of get off the old glue and you know it's uh it's can be quite the quite the process yeah Yeah. we're gonna talk about that and more a little bit later first let's get started with uh one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. I'd like to remind you guys, since we haven't talked about them in a while, our friends over at um, outmotoring.com. So one of the issues you might see with your Mini is where your tires, on the inside edge of your tires, they wear out really quick, especially if your car might be lowered. And that is because of an issue with the camber on your car. You have too much negative camber. Is that right, Chad? Too much negative camber? Yes, on the inside edges, yes. Inside edge, you have too much negative camber. You know what, friends? There's a fix for that. Either you could jack your car back up and make it look like a doom buggy again, which nobody wants to do, honestly. That's why you lowered your car to begin with. Or you click over to outmotoring.com and you get yourself some adjustable sway uh, control arms, lower control arms, adjustable ones. You can also stop driving in a straight line. And you can also stop driving. Yeah, if you actually drive more aggressively, you can can offset that camber. (laughs) Exactly. Or you go over to outmotoring.com, you get yourself some adjustable lower control arms, which will help get your camber back in spec. You take it to your uh, your friendly local guy that does your alignment, and he can get that dialed in for you so you don't end up wearing out the inside of your tire. One of the things you can check out over at outmotoring.com, um, of course, there's all kinds of other things. If you're wondering why you would need those or if you want to need adjustable control arms, uh, you can go over and get some coilovers or some lowering springs at outmotoring.com and get it all, do it all at once so that your mini looks really bitching and nice and low and sharp and get that stance thing going on right perfect awesome go over there outmotoring.com while you're there make sure you sign up for the outmotoring.com little newsletter because when you do what's really cool is first of all you find out about these cool things that like what we're talking about here tonight plus you also get a five percent discount coupon discount code for every time you go to the site and you get a new one every month it's really awesome even if you're not going to order you know what the special is on the on the email, you want to get a set of plotty shoes. You want to get a hat. You want to get a shirt. You want to get uh, a clock. You want to get uh, car care products. You want to get tools, anything for your mini. It's all over at outmotoring.com. You can save 5% with the special discount coupon you get when you sign up for the outmotoring.com newsletter. Go over there. Take care of that. Just do it now and just get it over with. And that's, uh, of course, our friends over at outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and uh, adjustable control arms. That's outmotoring.com. And do they have anything for the opposite problem? Because my tires always where on the outside <laughs> you still need adjustable control arms you that's needed because, that's adjustable that's, control arms to put more yeah camera it's it. because i drive really hard and every time i take a corner i take it as fast as humanly possible until the car starts you should, have, you should probably have some adjustable control arms so you can dial in the camera <laughs> is are you talking front or rear um you because i rotate my tires pretty frequently uh i, I rotate them about every probably four or five thousand miles they wear pretty evenly but um it's more on the front because i push pretty yeah, good you're, pu- you're pushing out a little bit more so actually you need front camber plates to add more camber into the front of the car yeah and i've got limited slip so that that helps a little bit with it to get more traction so you don't slide so much but it's still rolling and i'm also running 18 inch wheels 
there's not yeah. a lot of sidewall and so i'm still i still get that little bit of lipping on the on the outer yeah, edge it doesn't want to flex right right so it kind of wears on the outside but that's just that's a result of driving hard and if you ever do a track day and you and you do a track day very hard and, and drive it well um you're gonna see the outside of edges with a lot of curves you're gonna see the outside edges of your tires start to wear too because you'll you're really hitting those corners hard so yeah there you go. Um, let's, uh, my show. Boom. Just a little bit of B news music. Just like, I don't know how to do this anymore. It's been two weeks. Uh, and we are going to click over to motoringfile.com. Really the only thing new since we last met, it's, you know, it's that time of year and there's just nothing happening, nothing happening in the tech world right now. Cause everybody's waiting for Apple to release their new iPhone next month. There's nothing happening in the car industry right now, except for bad news. And who wants to talk about bad news, right? We don't. So we just kind of have to vamp. So what we do have, though, is Gabe has a review of the 691 horsepower Tesla Model S. I I like that. Um, I, I like the idea of a Tesla. I don't like the idea of paying $100,000 for a car. Boom. But so I am waiting with bated breath for the, uh, you know, the the Model 3 or whatever they're calling it when it comes out. That's supposed to be in the thirty dollars to $40,000 range. There you go. I, that's I totally the think everybody else is waiting for. That's the electric car um, that is going to put electric cars on the map and people will be like, oh, I can get an electric car for 30 grand? Yeah, I was actually driving up the street. Uh, we were going to dinner last night and an area of town we don't frequent a lot because we don't live over on that side anymore. And there's actually a company, uh, uh, an electric car company. Uh-huh. Um, what was the name of it? It's actually kind of an interesting, it's EMC, Electric Motor Cars of Overland Park. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's kind of an interesting twist on you know, Einstein's theory of relativity anyway. But yeah, there's an electric car company in Kansas City now. Nice. And I think they convert because I, I could see we were a couple of blocks away. But, you know, we noticed it. And it looks like they do conversions, which seems a little uh, crazy uh, to me. But uh, kind of uh, like Craven did, you know? Yeah, like Craven. Sure. Yeah. I get that. Um, and the only other, I mean, I, I see it on occasion out here. I don't see a lot of electric cars. I They're see not- the Teslas on occasion because, you know, a lot of people, Scottsdale, they have money. They have nothing else to spend their money on. But the one car I do see on occasion also is the Nissan Leaf. Oh, that's a horrible car. You know what? It doesn't. It, it's not horrible. I like the idea of the Nissan Leaf. The only problem, it's got the Renault ass, so I don't like it right away. Yeah. Um, but except for that, I like the idea of that car. I see a lot of volts around here, and I yeah. see Teslas. In fact, uh, I just realized that there's a guy in my neighborhood who has a Tesla. I see him every morning when I'm walking the dog. He has a, a new black Tesla that he got. I do see the Chevy Volt on occasion. I'm always surprised when it's not on fire. <laughs> there's a ton of Chevy Volts here. Yeah. Well, I'd expect a ton to be in Detroit. Yeah. I practically we have give tons. They're everywhere. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't know. I, I it's okay. I mean, it's not horrible. And when you're not, when they're not in the factory, like stock color that just comes out of everything, they're not horribly looking. But I mean, they are quite powerful because it is an electric car. But uh, overall, I think they need to to refresh it a little bit. You know, try not to be so eco electricity. This is what you know. We, we've got this Tron car. You know, we can do so much more with it. You know, so organic, all the things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Before I go off on a rant about gluten-free crap everywhere. <laughs> Dude, is that a thing in Kansas and Detroit? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It's, yeah, it's everywhere now. It's... Go anyways, and it's like, oh, this is gluten-free. Try our gluten-free this. Try our gluten-free that. Try our gluten-free pizza. I'm all, what? No. 
you people need to knock it off. And right now there's like one person on the planet I know that needs to be gluten free and it's because the celiac thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sure. you get just you guys I'm sure there's a few people that need to be gluten free. There are it, things and but Yeah, but it's a few people percentage. who are who need the gluten free cuz if you eat gluten it really makes you ill. Please excuse me, but the rest of you knock it off. <laughs> yeah. The gluten free beer, really? It's beer. No, just stop. Just stop. It's, it's and neat. if you work in an industry where you put gluten free on everything, Realize that vegetables already are gluten-free. People know this. You don't need to actually label them gluten-free. <clears throat> well, every uh, product we sell here at Detroit Tuned, it's uh, gluten-free. Just gluten-free. <laughs> yes. See, I knew there was a reason I like shopping with Detroit Tuned. <laughs> All my your, ma your mini will not have any adverse reactions. I think that's what I'll, I'll I'm going to change my website at Motoring Stripes now. Gluten-free. <laughs> yes. Yes. Be, All motoring products. That would be great. <laughs> I like it. You know what? And I bet you everything over at OutMotoring.com also. Gluten-free. This show is gluten-free. And like we said, not to make fun of people with celiac disease, seriously, because it is a, an illness. But there's a very small percentage of people. It's Yeah, the, the the 10 or 15 listeners out there who have celiacs, you know, that really sucks that you guys have that and yeah. you can't have, like, you know, bread and beer. Um, and the rest of you people who are just going gluten-free, really, I'm serious, just stop. It's ridiculous. You're harming your children. <laughs> harming me and you're annoying. You're annoying. You're just like, annoying, DB. I don't think you're hurting anything. Not hurting anything, but you're annoying me, honestly. Good grief. Uh, moving on. Uh, also over at Motoring File, we have a new MotoringFile.com. We actually have a new site layout, finally. After 100 years with the old WordPress theme, we finally updated it. It's um, essentially the same as BimmerFile. So if you're a fan of BimmerFile.com, you'll go over to MotoringFile and you go, oh, nice. I know how to navigate this. Super simple to navigate. Works on your phone. Works on all the things. Go check it out. On all of the things. <laughs> all things. And, it's, and it's a hell of a lot faster. It is. I, I, uh, that I really old motoring like file site has it had code. We built that site and we just kept it cobbled together with duct tape and bailing wire because we built that site before we knew how to build WordPress sites. It was kind of like Windows Vista, which just kept being built on, built on, built on. Yeah, you know? pretty much. And we just kept adding to it. <laughs> right. And, and it just got to a point it was just gross and crap. And we finally got it switched out. And now we have the new hotness. And it's pretty cool. Go check it out. It works very well. Very uh, and um, otherwise, we don't, I don't think there's any other news. Was there any other news? Did we talk about the, the countryman in Swirly Graphics that was found in California? No, we, we did not talk about it. And they've been showing up more and more frequently. And clubmen have also been showing up yep. uh, pretty frequently on Facebook, you know, pictures of them. There was some that were floating around for a while of an entire truckload full of clubmen in Europe that were on yep. the way to dealers. And this was, I'm going to say, three, four weeks ago. Yeah, that, that was somebody posted that on, like, the Philly Mini Facebook page. Yes, yes, I think John, uh, our buddy John McLaughlin, uh, linked that up. But, yeah, that one's been floating around, so it's nice to see those unmasked. And it's going to be, I, I predict you're going to see Clubman's in your local dealers uh, during sometime during the month of October. Probably really? late. Really? You think October? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Newsflash, do 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 uh, Mini Invasion up in Canada this weekend. I got a uh, hit up from our buddy Zeke over there, and the, he said that there was a new club in there. Wow. Really? Yeah. Was it in Swirly Graphics, or was it unwrapped? Um, he did not send me pictures, and he did not say, but he obviously knew what it was. Hmm. So Interesting, right. because the official worldwide unveiling in person is going to happen in Frankfurt, I believe, on September the 10th. Uh, yes, that sounds right. That's press week. It's, it's, uh, it's early, and then the, the Frankfurt Auto Show runs week after that. But that's yep. what it's going to be. I would have to guess it would have been in Swirly Graphics, but 
Is Alex? I wonder if we're gonna be well, able to get Alex because he's over we'll there. We'll put it this way: there are plenty of them. Um, if you live in the <clears throat> New Jersey area, yes, <laughs> I have pictures. Um, I'm not gonna share them. You guys, have, I've sent the pictures to you guys. Yep. There are a handful of uh, of people at Mini that are <clears throat> driving these on a regular basis now. Yeah, I think if you were to drive past BMW USA headquarters, <laughs> you might be able to see one once in a while. Who knows? I might be one in there in the parking lot. Just saying. Just or saying. out to lunch, you know, down at the yeah. little Italian place down the street. Little Italian place down the street, whatever. There might be one down there. Sure. It's all for testing. Yeah, all for testing, and you'll see probably see one without the swirly graphics. We're really excited for that car. I'm actually a little excited to see the Countryman too once they get all the cladding and graphics off of it. You know, I am I am so uh, ready for the Countryman to be updated. Yeah, but I don't think excited is the word I can use about it. <laughs> I, I would agree. I I'm kind of ready for that car to have like a refresh, do something. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you this that. Um, I've been doing graphics on minis for, what, 12 years now? 13 years? Yeah. And I would say there was a period of time between 2011 and 2014 when at least half of what I did was Countryman. Really? And I can't tell you the last time I put graphics on a Countryman. It's, it's probably going in three weeks to a month now wow. since I have done that. And so that, to me goes to show how slow these things are selling. And I think it's a problem. We're h hoping to get uh, a couple people from Mini USA on the show very soon. And yes. I don't know if we can talk about it, but it does seem to be, you know, everybody in the automotive press is talking about how the Countryman's long in the tooth. And now that there's the four-door Mini, that it's just going to rob the sales down to the point where Man, there's really no way because there's already the the trajectory for the new one to come out, you know, next year. The Countryman's going to have to live for another 18 months. Right. I think that's going to be too long. Well, it's way too long. It's not going to be too long. It's just people go, they'll look at the, they'll go to the mini dealer and they'll see the F56 or the four door and they'll go and the or the Clubman and they'll go, OMG, these cars are awesome. Look at this interior and then look at the Countryman. And they'll go, oh, I like the look at the Countryman. It looks really sharp. And they look at the interior and they're going to be all, hmm, yeah, maybe not so much. Yep. Yep. Right. Because the outside's still going to be okay. It's just going to be the interiors, the the that the lack of quality interior that the uh, F cars are going to have compared to the Countryman. It's well, gonna, the tech. Yeah, and, it's going to be completely updated, and new, and fresh, and stylish, and they are going to be, oh my God, this is on par with such car X, and you know, so yeah. You're right, Todd. Todd's right, as always. <laughs> and we know after driving the F56 cross country on many Texas states last year, how much better that car is all around, from the engine to the build quality on the interior to you know the fuel economy all of those things are better and mm -hmm. so it's really difficult to compete from you know for consumers dollars when you go in and you're like well hey look at a countryman it's got four doors and you're like well that one's got four doors over there too well it doesn't have all-wheel drive well i'm convinced that nobody buys four-door cars they don't buy the countryman because it has all-wheel drive they do because they're like oh why not right you know i might see snow <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get the all-wheel drive clubman just in case, or countryman just in case it snows in Arizona. But I have a, a friend, uh, a good friend, who is in the market for a new Mini right now, and I met her at the dealer a couple of weeks ago to take a test drive, and she had all the typical questions. She hasn't bought a new car since 2001, and she's mm -hmm. been driving the same Honda since then. So, And she's really liked the Mini for a long time, and she's like, okay, it's finally time to buy one of these. So we went out driving, and one of the questions, this is a very common question, and a, DB, you don't get this because you live in Arizona, Right. But, Chad, you probably get this question, too, and it is, how does the car handle in the snow? 
Okay. Yeah, and all the time. I am so I am but so tired of that question because we talk about that all the time. Yeah, it is not the car, and it needs to be reiterated all the time. It is not the car. It's not the car's fault. It doesn't handle well in the snow, and the Mini handles good in the snow because it's front wheel drive. It's right. the tires problem. You need yep. to have winter tires. If you get more than you know twelve to fifteen inches of snow in the winter, and if it's below. 35 degrees for a majority of the time you need winter tires just yeah for that. consistently yep you need winter tires for for cold weather because yeah i don't care how good your all seasons are they're going to be okay in snow but they're not going to be as good as snow tires nope or winter they don't even call them snow tires anymore they're called winter yeah, tires winter tires yeah the uh oh what was that that was me. Sorry. <laughs> like, what happened? Uh, no, and, and realistically, like, usually if you buy a car that uh, September, October, even August, you know, those tires are going to be brand new on your car. They're going to do okay for the first year. No problems. But once they actually start getting a year wear on them, because we've found that these run flats, they don't last long enough on any of these cars, really unless you're being really gentle with them. And, you know, after the first year, you really want to start thinking about getting something, you know, for the winter, you know, regardless. Yeah, and that that means getting a second set of wheels also, you know. You don't really want to be changing your tires on and off the rims every yep. year. So I just get a set. And they're not it's not that expensive for a new. No, you can you can go to Tire Rack and you can buy a really nice set of aluminum rims for 99 or $98 a piece. Yeah. Put your your winters on it. They come mounted balanced, ready to go. It's really super simple. Yep, yep. So there it is. That's the that's the question I get all the time, and my response is always the same: is I don't care what kind of car you have, it's going to handle well if you put the right tires on it. Yep. But do the tires do they have to be gluten free? Yes, absolutely. Of course, yes. Yes. So you have to make sure your tires are gluten free and winter tires to make sure that your car handles properly in the snow. And the cold, and just on the cold pavement. And just. And from what I understand and from talking to everybody else, from talking to you know the guys here on the show, and this is me, I'm on the other side of the Rockies, so we don't see snow over here. But from what everybody else has told me, not just Todd and uh, Chad, but everybody else that's driven a mini of snow, it's like driving a little snowplow for reals. If you have the right tires on it, it's like driving a snowplow. Just, it just hooks up, it just goes, and it runs great in the snow. Yep. I was going to say, uh, with this whole global warming and weird you know, things, because obviously uh, Detroit gets uh, subarctic temperatures. I mean, we're colder than Alaska in most times. So uh, I, would, I would suggest that you actually are going to have a blizzard this year. Oh, yeah. This is my, this is my prediction right now. So <laughs> if it comes true, I'm free. You'll, you'll be good in your, uh, your countrymen all four there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Enough about, uh, about those tires. But anyway, the whole point was about countrymen and being you know about the all four being a selling point because yes. a lot of people think oh i'll get the all four and that'll be fine for me in the winter time and people have that mistake in here in the midwest and chat i'm sure it's the exact same in detroit they think just because i'm driving around in an escalade and it's got all-wheel drive i'm going to be fine problem is is they're driving around with summer performance yeah. tires on that freaking escalade or whatever it is and the they think they're they, driving around in an escalade yeah that too which happens yeah. to be, it was funny, there was a, a, a funny joke last week, it was on Fallon, that uh, they said the, the uh, number one car uh, of New York City, like the most popular car in New York City, was, the, uh, was an Escalade. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon was like, well, that's because people, you know, when they want someplace to go stretch out from, they leave their apartment and go get in the Escalade. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, actually more roomy than their apartment in New York. Nice. But anyway. Nice. 
finishing up a motoring file, there's actually some, um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but the Lap Motorsports team, they've been uh, just going bonkers with the, this year's race season. So there's a whole preview of the what's happening for the rest of the season. If big bully BMWs would stop wrecking into them. Well, yeah, after that would happen too. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I follow them over on the Facebook. I've linked them up before. I'll link them up again in the show notes. Uh, you should follow along. That way you get, all, you get all the updates. They post some really cool pictures and just neat things about racing Mini Coopers. It's just awesome because they're racing Mini Coopers. Yep. Anyway, so into the news from MotoringFile.com. Let us remind you about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Oh, that, of course, our friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com. They make all the really cool gluten-free things for your Mini Cooper that you like, the platypus mount for your uh, uh, front license plate, if you live in a state that needs a front license plate mount. Of course, the oil dipstick that doesn't break and it's not impossible to read. Uh, performance springs, the F56 intake, awesome, awesome pieces. The the gear shift knob, OMG, this thing is amazing. And they're getting out. A lot of people are using them. And it's just such a nice piece. You guys would really like it. And then finally, of course, the squeezy thing, uh, a.k.a. the flex pod adapter, which is possibly the best thing Craven Speed makes. It's not, but it's my favorite thing that Craven Speed makes. It's, it gives you a handy place to uh, hold your phone, a GPS unit, whatever you got. Uh, all of that stuff and even more is available over Craven Speed. We like these guys also because, you know, um, they make all their stuff. It's on lasers and computers and science for all the Craven Speed stuff. So it's all high, super duper top notch, high quality things. Awesome, awesome stuff. And also, this is something if you're in PDX or if you're looking to cool off, if you're in the south and it's too hot and you're ready to cool down a little bit, I want you guys to get yourself up to Craven Speed for their Modtoberfest happening um, September 19th. September when? 19th. September 19th, actually at Craven Speed. Our man Todd's going to be there. I'm yep. going to be there doing graphics. And if you're interested in getting graphics on your mini, get a hold of me now, Todd at Todd'sMods.com. That's right, and that's going to be happening in uh, in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Todd will be there. Way from Way Motorworks is going to be there. Uh, it should be a great time. I'm going to try to make it, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So that's happening again at Craven Speed, September 19th of uh, this year. That's just a couple weeks away. Todd's doing graphics. If you want Todd to stripe your mini or do some kind of graphics on your car, contact him now, Todd at WhiteRoofRadio.com or the contact form or, 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 or. Just don't do anything on Facebook because he ignores that, right? Is if you send it to the email address, I'll get it and I'll make sure he sees it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's uh, of course our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini and gluten free. So if we move along, where can we go? We have an Ask Chad question. Yeah, we could do some Ask Chad stuff. We could. Do I'm excited. I think I think that's what we should, what we should do. I think we need to smash chat. So we got a question to the Ash Chad inbox, uh, and that's where you, the fine and good-looking White Roof Radio listener, sends an email over to askchad at whiteroofradio.com. And our good man Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com, answers those questions for you relatively free of charge. Uh, this one comes in from our man Bruce, and Bruce didn't say where he was, but he has. But he's in America. He is in America. Yep. Um, he's got, his latest mini is an R57. That would be an R56 convertible, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's a Cooper, so it's not just a, it's not a Cooper S. So this is a good question. I like, I like when we get to talk about Cooper stuff. He's already done the water pump recall and a bunch of other things, and he was wondering about the low idle when not running the air conditioning. Um, and he was wondering if it was possible to actually boost the idle in his car. Yep. 
Yep. And it is. Um, it's not as easy as somebody just going out to their uh, carburetor and turning up the, uh, the Phillips head or straight blade screwdriver a little bit to give it a little bit of, a little bit of extra <laughs> bump uh, back, back in the day. That's old school. Yeah, I mean, uh, all the El Caminos back in the day had that. I mean, Don obviously knows this, but because oh, yeah. um, you've had like what six? No, I've had uh, El Camino, <laughs> but I had it over. So yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, uh, there is a way to do it, and it is uh, kind of electronic, and you have to find a shop that has a, uh, a fancy computer, like a dealer tech tool or a, um, an Auto Logic or something along that lines, and you uh, basically plug it in, and you can retrofit a few different things on it. I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, somebody with a computer like that could do you could change your oil interview interval from uh 15,000 down to like 7,500 oh, um it's it's what mini calls the short oil change interval oh. um you can turn your drls on and off on the gen 1 cars you can change chimes sometimes uh you can uh do a lot of neat things along that lines and one of those things is bumping up the idle speed and i think 950 is the highest you can go or it's 900 I I forget off the top of my head, but you it's, can definitely raise the idle quite a bit. It's 950 under load. Is it? Okay. Because I had that done um, because here in Arizona, I wanted a little bit more revs when the air conditioning's on, when I'm just parked, you know? So yeah. I had my guy take care of that for me, and I had him boost both the offload and onload. Um, and, and basically what that's going to do is when you're trying to give the car a little more idle, it, it will catch up quicker when you're trying to get going off of a light. It doesn't have a little bit of that bog uh, right before it's about to take off, it's already going to be in, in more of an RPM range where the Mini likes to live anyways. Um, a lot of the Gen 1 cars, if you're like, man, I got a, a really excessive vibration right around this 800, try 850 or 900 to see what happens because um, you know on those particular engines, that's where the, the out of balance was, is that real slow rotation by giving a little extra um, you could. You didn't have to run balancers. You didn't have to run a lot of that stuff because you had a little extra idle. You know so. what I noticed, Chad, on on my R50. It was a Cooper. R50 was a Cooper. Um, is that by increasing the idle speed also helped with the stumble? Yep. That yep. Cooper stumble that really annoying that they could never get fixed, especially with the air running, where it would just kind of almost stall. The yep. I found that increasing the idle actually helped with that quite a bit and smooth. Yeah, it'll it'll smooth a lot of those type of things out. And you know, while he's in there, also make sure a few other things are updated um, that might be important for the car. Because if you don't take your car to the dealer all the time, there could be other you know, important updates. Like the 2007 to 2010 Cooper S's benefited from some some ECU updates to make sure that they don't get as much carbon buildup on the valves and things like that. It's all in how they are spraying um fuel in you know spurting just a little bit during things and help washing some of that carbon away um that they updated in the 2011s uh there's going to be certain things that they don't want to update like the fs uh frs's or the fsrs or you know uh, basically a module that controls like window motors and, and stuff like that um those particular things are having an 80 percent failure rate in minis and they're on a a permanent back order right now until they can figure out why can't we update these things. We're going to have to send out some new ones and stuff. So you don't want to necessarily do that because if you burn it out, then your car is dead in the water and you, and you don't want to do that. But your, uh, your tech who is doing the updating should know all of these type of things and you should be in safe hands. But, um, you know, sometimes, you know, having your car in for some service, even though it's running fine, 
is is good to go in every now and then and make sure that you know things are being updated because there are some important recalls and stuff that if you don't get those letters you need to make sure are done so um things like the aftermarket water pumps that uh, were keeping the turbos cool or um looking at the water pump to see whether or not it's got a leak and you really can't see that type of stuff unless you put it up on a lift so it's it's very important to you know, do your own inspections uh, very thoroughly and getting up under the car or taking it to somebody you trust, either a dealer or a aftermarket company such as myself or Eurotex or, or Way or Helix or you know anybody that really knows the Mini, not just a general mechanic because they're not looking for things like, hey, your water pump's leaking. So, Right, right. So thanks for that question. And speaking of idle issues... Um I was talking to you guys a little bit about this before the show, but I've been running ethanol-free uh, premium gas on my GP for a little over a year now. And um, I've noticed uh, a couple of times I get an issue with when I start the car, it kind of chokes a little bit, like it's going to stall. You know, it'll start and it'll sputter and uh, and whatnot. And so I've talked to the dealer, and there's been a couple other people with a, a similar issue on an R53, and they were using the same gas, the same ethanol-free premium gas. And their suggestion, you know, we were kind of chasing this, and uh, their suggestion was try, you know, going back to a, a, a different gas that's got ethanol in it and run a tank or two of that through and see. And it, re- and it solved my problem. Um, it's weird. I can't explain it. I don't know why or whatever, but uh, it, it's been an issue and that solved it. And then I went back to ethanol free premium and it, and it runs fine for a while. And it's got to be something about the uh, adaptive the way the computer Either that or if there's some type of buildup because gas will... Could be moisture um, too because the premium probably sits in the ground longer than anything yeah, else. Yeah, and it can glaze and things and stuff like that and you yeah. can get a little buildup over time yeah. where the ethanol is going to be a little more of a detergent-y kind of feel and it gets rid of that buildup you know, so you could definitely uh, you know square that away by doing that. I'm so. not saying I'm for ethanol and gas because I'm not at all. Um, no. I, I don't like it in the, in the fuel one bit. But I've noticed that uh, it does, and I don't know whether, it may be a factor too, like I said, of not that many people put premium in their cars. Um, And so, especially in the summertime too, here in the Midwest where there's so much humidity, you know that probably builds up even in the fuel lines of of the, at the gas stations and you're going to get a little bit of moisture in there. So that Mm -hmm. could be uh, some of it also. We just really haven't tracked it down. But... um, and, and the one thing I do not recommend is going to a, uh, in the hood, if you will, and I'm using air quotes here, don't ever buy premium gas in the hood. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you, uh, if you feel unsafe getting out of your car, that means it's the hood. Don't buy, don't buy premium gas there because I guarantee you it's probably been in the ground for about three years and it's terrible. <laughs> yep. It's turned. And so, so, Todd, are you saying basically that the GP is gluten-free? Yeah, the GP is, uh, is also gluten-free. So. It's gluten-free. What nope. do you know? Except gluten is wheat, not corn. So I was just yeah, being exactly. Ridiculous. I know you're being facetious. Yeah, a little bit. But, so that's really interesting because that's an issue that we we can't correct here on the uh, on the west side is we don't have access to fuel that doesn't have ethanol in it. Yeah, there are some. In fact, there's a there's a website if you go to for ethanol free gas, and you can check your area. And DB, there are some places in Phoenix that have ethanol free premium. Hey. Yeah. Well, I have to try that. Yeah, See you can find. Runs. There's a web, we'll have to find the link and and uh, and link it up for people because it's a it's a pretty frequently updated site and uh you can look in your area and it's starting to become more common like um the premium fuel is becoming more and more and and part of that too is there used to be 
there used to be what 10 10 to 12 cents difference between the the regular the mid-grade and then the premium now yeah. it's as much as 40 to 45 cents more uh for premium than it is for the regular gas where is this here in kansas city that's how much more it is and and the ethanol free premium is the most expensive wow it, so out here that's not a problem at least not in arizona yeah yeah sometimes it's it's the difference between you know the the price on the on the street you know where they put it up that's the lowest you know low grade 87 octane or 85 octane wherever you are this will make your car run and the difference between that and the premium is sometimes as much as 40 cents a gallon wow yeah how much are you paying for gas right now? Um, I think oh, I got screwed last week because I filled up and I paid like three forty, three forty nine for premium, yeah. and then uh, literally you two shop. days two days later it dropped to two ninety five. Yeah, so Costco right now is charging here in Arizona. Costco is charging two forty seven for a gallon of regular. How is it cheaper there than it is here? That doesn't make any and sense. And then I don't understand either. Actually, I'm sorry, I was incorrect. It looks like regular is where is that? There's actually in Tucson you can get gas at Costco for eight for, for a two and a quarter. Wow, for, for and that's for regular unleaded. I'm checking here in the in my hood. I'm looking at two forty seven. If I want premium, we are looking at two. So, so yeah, thirty cent difference. When did that change? That's, that's what I see. That's what I'm saying. Right? I don't even notice that because used to only be it was like I know. If there were three pumps, so it was the low one plus ten for mid grade plus ten for premium. Exactly, it's only be twenty cents, and now it's thirty cents higher. Yeah, and it could be as much as forty cents. So yeah, but I'm I'm uh, I get gas I can get gas almost anywhere around me for less than three bucks a gallon for the good stuff. But it's only ninety one octane, and all has you know, corn. Yeah, so I'll have to look for that. What else you guys got? There it is. What I else think, you got? I think that's it. So, did you want to talk about that, that Bob Lutz thing? Oh no, we're gonna. We've got a uh, an article that we're gonna go over, but we'll we'll save that for another time. About Same and th the title of the article uh, is "There are no bad cars. There's only bad design." Here, we'll make this homework for you guys. I'll yeah. link it in the show notes. Yeah, people need to look at that. It'd be a nice discussion to have um, because it's a it's a really good article. But I want either Alex and or Gabe to be here, you yeah. know, to talk about this also. But it was actually linked. It was referred to me by our. Uh, our good friend Gert Hildebrand, the former head of chief of design for Mini. Now he's building giant Chinese cars. Yeah, and he's head lead designer for that company, the Coros, yeah, uh, Coros. car company. And and there's some good looking cars. Some yeah, cars. they're making cars without um, doors though. It's weird. Yeah, he did the he did his take on the uh, beachcomber. Yes, yes, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, so we're gonna be done. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to yeah. be a nice short show for you guys this week. Um, if you have a question for our man Chad uh, from Detroit Tuned, go ahead and click over to – actually, don't click over anywhere. Send it over to us. Ask Chad at whiteroofradio.com. We'll get that answered for you. Get it in the queue, uh, especially mm -hmm. a Cooper question. We like the Cooper questions. We pay a lot of attention to the Cooper S because more people drive the Cooper S than the Coopers. But you know what? I'm a fan of the Cooper, and I think you guys are too. So if you just have just regular questions about your Cooper, let us know. Of course, we're going to be getting ready for – the tire show that'll be happening soon with this change in weather. <laughs> so you know we'll be talking about tires again. I'm guessing. Yeah. We always do about this time of year. Right? Yes, right. we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure and, we'll cover on how to oil change again at some point. And, yes. and you know, and since we're talking about just, you know, working on your car, go out and check your oil. Just next time you stop, just go check it really quick. It's due. You haven't checked in a couple weeks. Go check your oil. And if you have an F56, if you have a 2014 or 15 Mini, um, just go through the, the button sequence and let it check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make sure you do that quite regularly. And, you know, here's a little uh, 
tip for all the ladies. By putting a little bit of grease on your fingernails, it will make them grow faster. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It will totally make it grow faster. I like that. If you're like, hey, my nails are just not growing as fast as I want, put a little grease on them. Huh. And you know they yeah. can find grease on Chad's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you say so, but uh, I shower uh, daily, if not twice a day. I'm just saying that's how they get the grease into their nails. They, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. And uh, finally, don't forget our friends over at MotoringStripes.com. That's our good man, Chad. Our good man, Todd. Sorry. Uh, you want Todd's graphics on your cars, and you're not going to be able to make it up to Craven Speed event, or you just aren't going to be able to catch him when he's at, in your town, you can go over to MotoringStripes.com. You can actually order up some stripes, a, a selection of sunroof graphics and of course the countryman bumper protection strip the f56 bumper protection strip which should be showing up on the website soon and the white refredo sunroof delete kit all of those are available to purchase you'll just have to contact todd until they show up on the site and just say hey i want the f56 bumper protection strip or i want the white refredo sunroof delete kit just hit todd up on the contact form and he'll get he'll get you taken care of on those but it's good stuff i highly recommend the white refredo sunroof delete kit for yes. real yes it's I, awesome. I love mine yeah it's awesome. And all of the customers who drive my car loves it. Love mine. Yeah, you, you're gonna think it's silly, but honestly, it's just a it's a piece of vinyl that's exact color match to the roof of your car. White, black, yep. red, whatever body color doesn't matter. Uh, Todd will get the vinyl that's an exact match, and it makes it solid, so the sun doesn't actually beam in and sear your retinas uh, through the sunroof. And it keeps the car cooler in the summertime too. Oh, summertime. Very cool. Very cool. The air yeah. conditioning works better. I mean everything. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, the sunroof delete kit and some good high quality tint. Oh man, your air conditioning works like a champ, like a boss in the summertime. Just saying. Uh, available. All that is available over at motoringstripes.com. Todd, are we still doing the 5% discount? We are. 50-50 is your code. Use a coupon code of 50-50. You'll save 5% on anything you order from motoringstripes.com because, you know, blank is boring. Go over there, check it out. But I think we're done otherwise. Yes. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned again for the uh, Throwback Thursday. So those will be happening. Those will be continuing this coming Thursday. It'll be a new episode. It's going to either be, I think it'll be Chad's first show, I hope. Uh, if we can finally figure out which one it is, we've got a list of them. I have to go through and find out which first Chad show was. And uh, what other, whatever funny things I can find, I'm just going to start sticking in there on occasion. Um, uh, again, we're doing it this month to celebrate 10 years of The White Roof Radio, one of the longest running podcasts on the planet. You'll be hard-pressed to find any that have been running since uh, anywhere near as long as we have continuously uh, for 10 years. With uh, as many episodes. Twit has gone this long. Twit's gone longer. And that's only one of Leo's shows that's been going as long as, that, as, long as us, I want to say. Yeah, and he's, I think if, you're right. If going to beat it, it's going to be him. I don't know who else has who's gone, gone this long, but... We win. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Uh, thanks for all the things. If you're a Patreon supporter, thanks for that as well. If you're interested in supporting White Roof Radio a little bit more, you can do that over at patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. All the details are there. Um, otherwise, I believe we are done for the evening. So this is the part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say, ooh, let me do that again. Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, Stevie, I'm done. Cheers. See ya.